Hey everyone, it's Joanna. I want to make sure everyone knows about the giveaway with today's podcast. It's a key fob pouch made out of cork that's being donated by Linda Mackey of Lanyosh Handmade, today's guest. A key fob pouch can hold keys, or in my case, five thumb drives. All subscribers can participate in this giveaway. Just go to www.jcv, as in Victor, so jcvartstudio.net, and email me with key fob in the message line. If you're new to the podcast, please go to www.jcvartstudio.net, scroll to the bottom of the page, check subscribe, and then just below, send me a little message. But in the message line, I want you to put key fob. All right, you have 48 hours from when, from the airing of this podcast, 48 hours. The winner will be randomly randomly drawn, and I will e- I will email them. I will mail them the key fob. Okay, on to the, <laughs> I think I've been into the the wine that goes with the cork. Anyways, on to today's podcast. I hope you enjoy. When I'm talking ten toasters, you know who I'm talking about. So she had the right idea, but she she kind of you know like you got to get rid of the stuff that you're collecting too. Don't just collect. But she was an inspiration yeah. because she did try and reuse everything that she had. She tried to keep everything, every one that she had, having a long life, usefulness. So you're okay. So you're talking about mom? yes, mom. So I mean, she she basically yeah. tried to use the living daylights out of everything. And that's an inspiration to me. The other yeah. person would be my, our aunt. And I have her treadle machine that I'm fixing up because she was a trained seamstress in Hungary. And I saw photos of the outfits she made. And she would take a piece of fabric and turn it into an evening gown. Hello there, my fellow sophisticated creatives. Welcome to JCV Art Studio from the dressing room. Ozzy is in the studio with me. We went for a short run this morning. He does not look impressed. Anyways, let's get on with this. This is episode three of season two. Between now and June, you're going to hear the journeys of many authors including children authors, a couple of illustrators, editors, and a poet. Today, I wanted to talk with this creative, who happens to be my sister, Linda, who is the owner, designer, and sewist behind the shop, Lanyosh Handmade. She is a sewing blogger, and she is the blogger behind Nice Dress Thanks I Made It. Linda has started a yearly sewing challenge titled Designin' December, which I'm proud to be a sponsor of. And yes, there are prizes. On Friday night, the winners of the challenge were announced. 
uh, people enter this challenge from all over. Um, in fact, the person who won my prize is from Australia. So it's, it's a really cool challenge. Now, Linda's not quite into the double digits with the number of sewing machines she owns. Uh, this morning, my husband and I were kind of trying to do a count, just figuring it out ourselves. Um, some of these sewing machines, one of them has a name like Rocketeer, which kind of reminds me of uh, something you'd see on the cartoon, The Jetsons. On her Instagram, you'll find close-up photos of the literally the innards of sewing machines, like the mechanisms and, 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 and yeah, all that sort of stuff. And I, I love the conversations I see where, you know, you two sewists will have a conversation along the lines of 222K or 222K and 99K. And they're not talking about money. Linda and I, I have fond memories of her and I spending afternoons watching Get Smart reruns as kids. And I swear if she could find a briefcase that unfolded into a sewing machine, she'd have it. Linda Mackey, welcome to JCV Art Studio from the dressing room. Well, thanks for having me, Joanna. You're talking about Aussie bugging you, and I'm locked in this room with uh, two cats. One of them won't go away, and the <laughs> other one is sleeping in the corner wondering why I'm talking so much. So uh, yeah, I hope I don't get any interruptions during this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you, I swear our pets are... They rule our lives. <laughs> yeah, they rule our lives, and they're helping us get through this pandemic, yes, right? Definitely, definitely. So before we get into any seri serious questions, I've got to ask, just how many sewing machines do you have? <laughs> well, I, I'm curious what number you came up with, because I actually added it up last night, and it's 11. And um, now the thing is, two of them are toy machines, so they're so small they don't even count. One of them is a featherweight in a suitcase, so it's just like gold. I'd hardly even touch it. And, uh, and then, of course, there's the Rocketeer, which is really cool. <laughs> and uh, the 421G is the one I bought in the Timmy's parking lot with my sister. And I bought it out of the back of a car and I uh, gave the woman money for it. And it felt like a drug deal. And <laughs> her dog just about attacked my sister, except it was something like a little one foot high, yappy little poodle. So so that one has fond memories, too, of buying things in parking lots. But uh, yeah, there's there's 11. Three I'm working on still. So, you know, it's, it's a big list. But there was 11. There are 11 machines floating around this house. My husband says it's like a used car lot. I don't know if that's a good thing so, or not. <laughs> okay. I came up with five. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. We, we've got 11 stashed here. You know, I keep them hidden so they don't look too obvious, you know. So it was maybe in the last decade, eh? <laughs> yeah, probably. And, you know, it's been a long time since I bought a machine. It's been years and years. I finally stopped. You know, I got the Rocketeer and I stopped. That was it. That's all I wanted. Okay. <laughs> so some of these machines, they're vintage. And you, like, obviously, you, you, you can't purchase them in stores anymore. Um, is there a culture out there of, of people who refurbish old sewing machines um yeah and have exactly you, have you refurbished a sewing machine 
Um, I've, I've bought them and they've been running and all I've done is taken them apart and cleaned them up because half the time that's the only problem with them, right? Because these old machines are simple and, um, you know, they, the, the person who owned them just didn't uh, take care of them. So you clean them up and get all the nooks and crannies and everything and oil it all up. And, and then, you know, it works fine. Um, if I have to have any major repairs, I, I do get somebody else to do it. But there's Facebook groups that have all sorts of information and blogs that have information on how you can do all sorts of things to your machines and to the motors and, and stuff like that, which I'm too scared to touch. But oh, uh, I do have one downstairs that I want to redo the cabinet, which I could do. And I want to put the treadle belt on, which I could do that, too. So there will Ooh. be and there is stuff I can do. I just I'm just fascinated, you know, because you put it in and you sew and it just goes. But when you actually take it apart, you're just like, oh, my God, there's stuff in here. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, what is this stuff? <laughs> so they're pretty cool inside, too. And I take it that's something you don't want to find an extra screw after you you put it all together. No, no. And what's worse is I was running around yesterday because I've moved sewing rooms. So I'm putting up the ones I can use because there's certain ones I do like to use. And the Rocketeer, I, I put it up and I looked and I'm going, I'm missing a screw. <laughs> so I'm like, now where did I put it? So I was searching yeah. all the bins I had to find. I know what the screw looks like. And I did find them after my search. And it's just the screw to attach it to the machine, but it's an important screw, you know? So I did find it. I was very okay. happy. So our listeners know Linda doesn't, Linda's being a sewist and sewing, this wasn't a, um, oh, there's a pandemic going on. So like 20,000 other people, we've decided to start baking and make sourdough starters. Uh, you've been sewing for a long time. And I was wondering, wanting to know, how long have you been a sewist? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the number of years, <laughs> but it's probably like from junior high to now is probably about 45 years. And I'm not going to tell you exactly how many years, but that's close enough. So I've been doing that. Um, I remember in junior high making a pink pantsuit that I thought was just to die for. And, and I made this and I wore it and I was glad that the top was extra long on it because every time I bent down the back of it slid down like plumber's crack. So I figured, <laughs> I figured that it was okay. Cause I had a really long top on over top of it, but that was my sewing skills back then. And I thought I'll live with it, but I yeah. kept on and I don't have that anymore. It's no problem, you know, but I do hope those people that have started with um, sewing or baking or any crafty thing during the pandemic, keep up with it because there's nothing like having a creative outlet. Um, no matter what it is, no matter how good you are, there's nothing like having something that you can sit down and do in your free time or, or even something that you sit there and go, I've got five minutes. I'm going to go sneak off and do this. It really yeah. makes a difference in your life. So I do hope those people who have not been doing it for 45 years, keep up with it because, um, you know, it's really good for you. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Because, um, you know, we, we even say that with writing that, um, okay, if you can't, you know, if, 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 if life is getting in the way, and you don't think you can write a story, write for 10 minutes, just anything, right? Exactly. Just to keep, keep yeah. Doing it. Well, my husband's kind of funny now, because now that I'm, I've got this room for my sewing room. Um, I think he said something to me about, uh, why don't you just go to your room or something like this, joking? And I thought, gladly. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. I'm not coming yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I'm going to be joking around, but I thought, 
you know, if you tell me that now, I'll go and I won't come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I may even make a little cutout and you can slip me my my meal. My meal, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who needs food, you know? <laughs> Before we get into like one of the quotes I saw on your website, I remember when I was, I just I remember as children as a kid. So you're a little older than me. And there was a time when people used to go to, it was called Simpson Sears mm-hmm. and then it became Sears. Yep. And I remember going to Sears with you and mom because you were looking for patterns for something to make. And mom would say to me, okay, look through the, these pattern books to me, you know, and yeah. just look at, like, look at the pictures as she was looking for stuff with you. I think that's where I got my love for fashion illustrations. Yeah, that's true. Because they half the time they have the nice drawings to go along with the outfits. Yes. Yeah. And I remember um, being like disappointed when I'd be flipping through a pattern book and there would be photos. Like I wanted to see the drawings. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, so it's it's interesting how what influences you and you don't even realize it until you're you know much older yeah yeah and then you think that that's you know you've seen that before that's for sure yeah now on your website you quote annie leonard uh and it says she's a proponent of sustainability annie is quoted on your website as saying there is no such thing as a way when we throw anything away, it must go somewhere. Yeah. What I, I wanted to, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I was, I was wanting to know why was that quote important to you that you wanted to include it on your website? Yeah. Well, you know, it, it came by accident because I, uh, there is a spot when you're filling out these. Now here's where you put a quote. And so I, yeah. I was thinking, great, but like, <laughs> you know, so anyway, I did end up searching and um, I've changed it two or three times over, you know, since the website's been up. Um, it's still there now. I haven't changed it yet. I guess I really like that one, you know, a lot. But basically, um, I, I searched through these quotes and I find something that, that kind of twigs at me. And this one kind of twigged at me because, um, you know, the the fast fashion, they call it. It's sort of like a, I think shopping sort of like a social thing where people go out and they spend money and they have a coffee and they sit and they talk for two, three hours or whatever. And then they come home and they've got their stuff and they hang it up and they might wear it once or twice. And then they go, oh, that's boring. Or they go, why did I buy that? You know, like, I really, really don't look good in it. I shouldn't have listened to so-and-so when she told me I did or whatever happens. So, I mean, all this shopping craziness, I think it's like a social activity. And I think the problem is, is that that there's too much with the clothes and it's too bad that these people you know, I don't want to sound mean, but you yeah. you got to find something else to do because this fast, fast fashion is just horrible. I mean, the, the fabric is cheap. The sewing is cheap. The, the labor practices are cheap. The, the factories are making a ton of money. The, the factories are un, unsafe, you know, so basically it ends up coming down to you have lots of people supporting these places by buying lots of clothes and throwing them out afterwards. And and I've even read articles where there's some places like the Salvation Army in some cities, and they don't even want the clothes because, you know, we've got too many already. I mean, how many girls' T-shirts do you need? You know, so they're they're yeah. rejecting the donations because, you know, we don't need that. We would like to have this, 
but nobody's got that. But they, they're, yeah. there are even articles where they say that, you know, so it ends up being in the garbage. You know, you're going to end yeah. up with, with uh, a floating island of girls' T-shirts one of these days showing yeah. up. So I, I kind of like that quote because, you know, I think that when you buy something, you should think extra hard about it. And then when you think about it, do you really need it? Is it well made? Is it going to last me? And then you should use it to death. And then after you've yeah. used it to death, can it be fixed? Because there's yeah. also people doing these um, patching on the jeans. And it's really cool because yeah. um, it's like visible mending. And this is a thing. You know, it, right now it reminds me of the hippies in the 60s or whatever. But at least they're getting full life and even more out of something. So when I saw that oh. quote, I liked it. And then I thought about yeah. it and I haven't gotten rid of it yet because, you know, exactly. it still sticks in my head. So if I find another one that that is the same idea or a different belief along the same lines, then I'd put it in there too. But that one really got to me because I thought, you know, you can't just buy things no matter what it is. We've got to use yeah. these things. So that's why yeah. I got hung up on it. <laughs> well, you know, um, when I saw that quote, I thought of our mom yeah. who... She always used to say, in the old country, we never threw anything away. Yeah, that's right. We, we always tried to find a use for it. Yeah, right. exactly. So that, that's, yeah. And yeah. I mean, it ends up being kind of frightening if, if you know, like they also say, with the stuff you have now, you know, take care of it and use it to death and try and fix it. But they also say, don't keep bringing new stuff in because you're going to end up with way too much stuff. And one of these days, your kids is go are going to have to clean out your house and they're going to wonder why you've got five toasters. They're going to think, <laughs> how possibly would you need 10 slices of or 15 <laughs> slices of toast, you know, in a morning? <laughs> so so basically, you have to think about what you're bringing in, too. So don't just grab everything, whether it's secondhand or firsthand. But, uh, you know, make yeah. sure that what you bring in is going to be used and used to death. All right. So looking at what you're doing, you're blazing your own path, and congratulations on writing a blog for seven years. Whoa, right. <laughs> and wow, that's commitment, you know. Um, now, it's one thing to have a passion for art, writing, or sewing, but it's another thing when you, you put yourself out there, like a meaning on the internet, that you're a writer, an artist, a sewist. Um, in 2013, what made you decide to start your blog, Nice Dress, Thanks I Made It, and basically take your passion out onto the World Wide Web? Well, that's, um, that's kind of an easy question because I've, I've always been sewing and um, I have always been sort of just me. I'm the only person yeah. I knew who in the world who sewed <laughs> like this yeah. sort of thing. So going out and putting out a blog, well, I mean, first you only had one or two people looking and you're going, oh, cool. They sew too. Oh, cool. Look what they're doing. And then you talk to each other about your, what you're working on. And next thing you know, you're checking up with each other every week. So, I mean, yeah. I guess, I don't know. It's almost like sewing loneliness or something to start with and then after you end up with friends and you're talking to them and you don't even know these people I mean there are some people that don't even know what their first name is all I know is it's you know like well 
I don't know if I should be rattling off Instagram names here, but that's what I know is their Instagram name. And I know nothing else about them, but we have something in common because we talk about the sewing. So basically that's what a blog fixed. That's what social media fixed because the value that you get in return is, is really, um, you know, it makes you grow with your craft and it gives you entertainment in watching what they're doing. So yeah. it really works out well. It's, it's, I'm very happy I started with it. Good, good. Well, and, and then in 2015, you began the, now I finally figured out what this um, <laughs> acronym means. It's, it's RTW FAST. Yeah, that's and right. I am, and I understand that means ready to wear fast. Yes, yeah, it does. And and, and um, that's I, there was a woman having a, a sewing challenge, and it was ready to wear fast for one year. And you were supposed to try not to buy things that were ready made. You're supposed to try and sew okay. everything. So I'm, mean, you know, this this works for some people very easily because I already had a ton of clothes that I'd sewn up over the years. Um, but it made me yeah. have to learn how to sew other things that I didn't have that I wasn't my favorite thing to sew but I needed it because if I didn't I'm not allowed to go out and buy it because I said I wouldn't so it made me teach myself how to do other things and I'm still learning from that because I'm still continuing on with the fast I try not to buy anything and um, I well obviously I have to buy shoes right although somebody put online that I made my own shoes and I was like oh my god now I have to learn how to make (laughs) shoes (laughs) Uh, damn it (laughs) so so you're gonna be in that room for a little while (laughs) so basically it ends up being that um that's what it means is try not to do the fast fashion try and do a slow fashion you don't need a full closet try not to buy everything try and make everything try and learn how to make it try and do it yourself (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah and so then was it at this time that you started your own design in December, design in December? And can you explain what that is? Yeah, that's it's about the same time I started that because I remember I started at the beginning of the year and then closer to the end of the year, I was driving like I was on the bus staring at the windows of the shops going by and I was looking at somebody, the dress on the mannequin. I thought, damn, I want that. And I thought, but I can't have it because <laughs> I told myself I wouldn't buy it. I got to make it. So then it ended up being that, okay, this is what I'm going to do for my sewing project this month. This is what I want. And I put a picture of it and this is how I'm going to make it. And um, so it ended up being that um, you not only have your own ideas and like a picture on a pattern or, or something that you might see, like somebody's got a red top and you go, Oh geez, I want a red top too. So you make it, but it also ends up being, I want that really expensive dress hanging there. And um, well, first of all, I can't afford it. And second of all, you know, I'm not supposed to be buying things. (laughs) So I have to figure out how to make it myself by matching together all these patterns that I have and trying to find fabrics that are similar. And it doesn't have to be exactly the same, but if you're satisfied that it's just as, you know, like I don't have to buy that thing anymore because I've made one. So basically if you're satisfied, then it ends up being why buy it when you can make it yourself. And so every people do it all through the year, but I want to see them in December and I show them off and there's voting for who got the idea, you know, nailed it the best. 
about why buy yeah. it when you can make it. And then that's when we have the voting and the prizes and the sponsors and things like that. So, you know, it, it's it's trying to remind everybody what we're doing and, um, you know, encourage them and reward them. Well, when the, the voting was happening, I I was looking at all the designs and I thought, wow, I know, but... you know, like... <laughs> And I'm glad we we didn't have like I'm glad we had the option like you had a lot of participants yeah yeah and and I'm glad we had like we could pick like our our ten favorite yeah. because if I had to try to narrow that down you know it it I was yeah it it was it was really cool yeah. it was really cool I, I was really happy with so, the turnout this year good so your online shop is Lanyosh Handmade mm-hmm. and I was wanting to know. What does I know? What, I'm saying it Lanyos because I know it's Hungarian, but I can't remember what it means and and what can people find on your show? Well, you can you can be sure first of all that there's a Hungarian out there that's telling all of us that we're pronouncing it wrong because we're Canadians <laughs> with accents that are Canadian accents, but um, it's spelled L A N Y O S, and I don't care how you say it. <laughs> Right. I usually try yeah. and say Lanyos and uh, who knows, somebody's going to correct us. But basically it's Hungarian yeah. and it's after my mom and it means girlish because um, Lanya and Lanyos has to do with girlish and girls and mom had four girls. So basically yeah. it's, you know, a reminder of mom and her daughters. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm the far cry of a person to have anything girly looking, but... It's Hungarian, it's for girls, and she had four girls. So that's why it's special to me. Okay. And what can people find in your shop? Um, Well, I've got a bit of variety. Um, You know, it makes me really happy. I love it when somebody says, you sew. And I'm like, yeah, I do. And, And I've got this thing that I want, but I can't find it. And I said, show it to me. Like, seriously, show me this thing, because I want to figure out how to make it. So I will make it for you. And, you know, that's a custom order. So there are custom orders where people say, I've got this bag, it's fallen apart. Can you make me another one? Yes, I do. So it does. I do do custom orders that way. I do have a few other things. Um, Like with custom orders, I will do a pattern too and sell the pattern so that if anybody else ever wants to make that kind of bag um, or whatever it is, they've got the pattern for it that they can buy. And I do every now and then see something myself, just like, you know, in the shop or a a store or whatever that I go, I want that Chanel bag and I'm going to make it for myself someday. So that's going to end up being a product and it's going to end up being a custom order and it's going to end up being a pattern. So that's what I've, I've got. Um, I also have been doing um, some free patterns just for people to try out some easy patterns for people to try out. And, um, I, I um, have masks too, just because of, you know, this lovely year we've been through, but um, yeah. those, I, I have the money go to ALS. So this year I'm yeah. thinking of another product for ALS and I want, okay. um, I, I want some ideas on what people would, you know, be interested in because I'd like to sell another product and give all the proceeds again to ALS. Okay. So speaking of fashion and the fashion, the fashion industry, which I know when my daughter, my oldest was working part time and she had mentioned to me how incredibly wasteful and harmful the fashion is to our environment. And we all hear the horror stories about high end clothing stores and 
high-end labels using child labor to make the clothes. Yeah, that's right. How do you how do you feel you're contributing to reducing fashion's carbon footprint? Well, I'm probably just a drop in the bucket here. You know, I'm only one person, right? But I yeah. think that I like to make things with um, safer fabrics, like organic cottons, because there are places in Canada that are available to buy organic cottons and organic fabrics. And also, I like sustainable products like cork. Um, yeah. I'm just in love with cork. And I like to get um, repurposed materials. Um, if people have fabric stashes from their relatives, right, that they give me, and I'm like, yep, sure, I'll take it. I sort through it. I try and figure out what I can make with it. And, you know, I like getting old jeans because I can use them, you know, and make new things. I go to the secondhand shop and pick up um bags because sometimes you can find really good things on bags now I'm starting to sound like my mother <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, basically there are all sorts of wonderful things in the secondhand shop that you can you know make and so if you can't make it I hope at least people are trying to buy from people who make their own things yeah. because that helps with the problem too um, okay. even if that person's sewing with polyester um, you know, so what? At least if you buy from them, you're not buying from somebody who, like you say, has child labor issue problems, yeah. right? So, you know, yeah. if you can't make it yourself with with good products, you know, good materials, then at least try and buy from somebody who makes it has good materials. Yeah. And so our listeners know um, what it cut out a bit, but what Linda had also said was, you know, getting old bags, you know, like old bags that we use, um, you know, yeah, second hand, yeah. And how she takes she takes, I don't want to say the mechanical, but you you take the hardware yeah. off of them yeah. and reuse them. That's right. Yeah. 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 I mean you can okay. you can see if something's good or not, right? You know, and people throw away yeah. all sorts of things. So you can salvage things from that too. Cool. Cool. <laughs> all right. So the next thing I'm curious about is I you mentioned about the pink pants. In, uh, I was in, in style. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> back then it was in style. <laughs> knowing you, I wish I, I just, I really want to try to picture you wearing pink pants. But oh, anyways, gosh, it, oh, just to think about it now is a horror show, but whatever, yeah. it was in style. Yeah, yeah, I think it's great. Um, so I was curious about what is the most extravagant outfit you've made recently or as a teenager um because i know fashion designer and i'm probably now pronouncing this wrong uh guay pay yeah i i don't know how to pronounce it for sure neither but uh, i do love looking at that you know the designs they do because to think about it and to put it all together piece by piece is incredible right yeah. um i am not you know by far, I mean that that is, those designs are fabulous, right? And um, I'm just an everyday type of clothes person, right? I don't, I don't, I'm not a designer. I'm not trained. So um, basically, um, I think you know, my I thought my wedding dress was quite an achievement. I I've made uh, quite a few evening dresses. Um, you know, like for New Year's or whatever, that I'm very proud of. And some of them I still have, even though I can't fit in them just because I can't let go of them. 
but um, you know, nothing too extravagant. So basically, even with designing December, I'm thinking, you know, I don't care what kind of picture you pick out, and I don't care what you make, but you know, make sure you make something you're going to wear, right? Um, yeah. You know, it, 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 there's no point in going all out and picking a design and then making it and then not wearing it. So I, I really hope that people, even with designing December, make something you're going to wear. Um, that's all. So, I mean, I'm not too extravagant when it comes to what I make. I, yeah. I'm a bit calm. <laughs> well, I remember I think, your wedding dress. Yeah. I remember your wedding dress, and it reminded me of um, Belle from yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Just, oh. It was beautiful. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank it, you. It was beautiful. It was beautiful how you had the, uh, I can't, I'm not a sewist, but you had, I don't want to say ruffles, but you had. Oh yeah. They were pulled up just like if you had drapes yeah. that were pulled up. Yeah. The, there was little yeah. poles pulling it up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, I've made a jean jacket that I sewed patches of lace all over it. And I really love that. And I don't see it anywhere else except maybe on the internet. And so when I wear it, people are probably like, what the heck is that woman wearing? But I don't care because I like yeah. it. It's different. Yeah. It's me. I mean, every patch that I, least patch I put on is one that I planned where it was going to go and what it was going to look like. So, you know, some people might say that's extravagant and I say it's just, it's perfect for me. So it's kind of hard to, yeah. to say. Well it's, well, it's what, yeah, it's it's what makes you feel empowered. Yeah, like wear what you want. Yeah, right. That's what right. Makes you feel empowered. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, and and hold your head up. Like that's the thing. Our mother it was like, hold your head up high. So whatever you wear that makes you want to hold your head up high, yeah. go for it. Right. Go. I know through experience that there was a time when you couldn't walk past a oh, purse God. store. without stopping i know so so how do you go from purchasing purchase in a shop window to creating your own yeah that got bad i actually would go for a walk like go for coffee with um friends from work and as i was walking through the mall i i stopped listening to them and i was looking at the purse story i guess people have shoe things that they can't get over right um i'm a bit luckier because i've got a purse thing i can't get over so i was always like i want that one look at that one is there anything new in there can i have any so and they would look at me and and block me and keep me walking towards the food court as if you're not going in there and i said oh come on just for a few minutes you know so basically (laughs) it was it was this is getting ridiculous i can't have a new purse every month um yeah and it's not even for social activity reasons that we're going out purse shopping it was just because you know we're going for lunch and and i've lost her because she's in the store and it's going to take her 20 minutes to get out of there so basically it ended up being if if I was lucky because I can make my own purses. So once I started making one, I thought that's it. If I want a new mm-hmm. purse, I can have a new one every month. I'm just going to make it for myself. So that's yeah. it. I'm done. So there's more of your ready to wear fast. <laughs> yeah. And you're not the only one. My oldest is just like that too. When there's something about purses and my oldest where it's just like, you know, the head just swivels, swivels around. <laughs> I know. Maybe, you know, it's in, right? maybe it's in the jeans or something. I don't know. <laughs> so as a teenager I remember you had such an incredible wardrobe um and I swear you have worked with every type of material imaginable from silk and now cork um I don't think you've made anything out of burlap yet no Uh, (laughs) can you tell us about the fabrics you use where do you get them you've mentioned some Canadian fabrics 
and I guess that you know yeah are they are they locally sourced yeah yeah if I um actually if I found something that I liked out of burlap I'd probably make it anyway but (laughs) I'd be willing to give anything a shot here but uh, yeah I don't know where the Canadian suppliers get their stuff from so I'm I'm not that knowledgeable but um, I do know that there are people that have organic fabrics in Canada. There are people who sell cork in Canada. And um, that's who I'd prefer to deal with. And yeah. I um, also have found some shops in the past couple of years that, um, like, like, well, there's a place called Fab Cycle in, in the Vancouver area. And they get fabrics from places that are making designer clothes and and when they're finished with the five or six dresses they have to make they just want to ditch the rest of the the fabric so this place picks it up and sells it to you so you you can get good fabrics and you know stylish fabrics but you don't have to dig through the garbage dump that they were going to throw it in they've 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 got it and they're saving it for you. There's upholstery fabrics there, which are really good for bags. So basically, it ends up being that um, uh, that's another place I like going to is places that recycle their fabrics. And yeah. then, of course, there's people give me fabrics. So that's great. Mm-hmm. And um, also, I don't know if I'm ever going to run out of fabric because I think I've got six bins here. And um, when we were moving things into here, and I bet every single bin could fit a small child. So oh, that's wow. how many bins I have. <laughs> um, oh, the, in this new room here, this the cat's like sleeping on them. So so I thought, okay, fine, let them let them in. They can sleep on the bin. So I already have lots. People give me stuff, and I like buying um, recycle and organic and the cork from Portugal. I mean, this stuff. Um, it ta- it the tree that the cork comes from lasts for 150 years. So. Oh, wow. I prefer that over how many cows do you need to keep you going in material for 150 years. So I don't care if people walk around with leather bags. That's your deal. You do whatever you want, right? But I myself would prefer not to have a leather bag unless it's a recycled or a secondhand store leather coat that I can take apart and make a bag because it's already leather. So I'm going to make a bag. So um, yeah. I do prefer the cork because that tree will give me cork for bags for 150 years. And um, that's sustainable. That makes a lot of sense. So then you could also go with bamboo as well. Yes. For fabric. Yes, Yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Because bamboo is the same thing too. Um, The same shop that sells um, organic cotton has bamboo too. And, you know, I, I, I have to be told that this is what this stuff is because the quality is, is impressive and it's just as nice as everything else. I mean, somebody sits there and says your purse is made out of like wine cork. Well, yeah, yeah, but you wouldn't have known that unless I told you. (laughs) Well, that's like the the giveaway where I want to make sure um, I don't forget. I have my little key fob uh, pouch right here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget. And that is made out of cork, and it is beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? And it's easy to sew sew with, too, and, and it lasts a long time. You know, I mean, okay. I've, I looked it up and I, I've actually, the bag I'm using, I've had, I think I took the first picture of it May of 2019. So that yeah. went through 20 and now I'm working on 2021 with it. And that's one purse. Yeah. And yeah. I've used that one every day as my bag and it hasn't fallen apart. And of course, I haven't run into the shop to buy another one because I don't do that. 
Um, I'm going to make another one for myself and then I'll use that. But I don't even have to because this one's still lasting and it's from 2019. So, you know, you don't, you just don't need to have everything. (laughs) If you get something that's good, if you get one good thing, it lasts. Yeah, and pl- please do not let me forget. I do not. I'm about the. Oh, the you're giveaway. gonna you're I- gonna keep it for yourself, aren't you? <laughs> it was just a ploy. Make me something for a prize, and I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gave me two. So, uh, <laughs> oh, there's yeah. your reminder. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, if you had a chance to, like, this is this. Yeah, I, I can't say to you. So, if your favorite character stepped off the pages of your novel I can't say that so who's my favorite character right now (laughs) (laughs) so if you had a chance to get into a time capsule and go back to grade 10 what would you tell a 15 or 16 year old Linda as she's sewing on the blue sewing machine I remember our mother had yeah yeah and I remember that blue sewing machine too it lasted yeah. for about 30 years, that machine, before it finally died. But I think yeah. what I'd say is is when I started my blog, I was thinking about what kind of name to give it. And, and people were sitting there going, that's so long, you know, like that's a dumb name yeah. and stuff like that. I said, yeah, but basically when I was 15 and I was making my clothes and somebody would look at what I was wearing and go, oh, that's a nice dress. And I just kind of kind of was kind of like quiet and sheepish. And then they go... Yeah where'd you get it? And I thought, oh gosh, here we go again. And then they'd look at the, some people even came over and looked for the label and they said, there's no label in it. And I thought, I got you got going down my back now with this thing. Like, yeah. you know, I made it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh, okay. So basically I tell any 15 year old out there, if you like doing your own stuff, if you like making your own bread, if you like making your own soap, your own pictures, your own cartoons, your own drawings, sewing anything, just do it because, and don't care what anybody else says, because that's where the blog title comes from basically is people would say nice dress and I should have said, thanks. I made it. So that's it. Okay. Be proud of what you're doing. Yeah. And what people don't realize is you are incredible. You are an incredible drawer. Um, (laughs) See what I remember is you and I both had sketchbooks and we would both do our charcoal drawings. And I remember I'd look at your sketchbook and think, man, I wish I had Linda's style, right? Because mm-hmm. you're well, everybody's got their it, own style, though. It, uh, yeah, yeah, and it's 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 interesting, yeah. So because I'm you- I'm looking at your style with your colors, and I'm thinking, oh my god, where does she get those colors from? Because there's no way I could mm-hmm. do it. So everybody's got their own style. So where do you hope to see Lanyosh handmade in five years? Mm-hmm. Um, in five years. Uh, in five years, I hope to have more time to do this because I want more time. It's it's time for more. Yeah. And um, and if I have more time, then I can have more reach, I guess. And uh, I can talk to other people about what they're doing. They can talk to me about what I'm doing and we can share ideas and we can learn more things about sewing, about fashion about machines I, I'm willing to learn about anything and so hopefully yeah. in five years I, I just have more time that I can do more I just want to do more <laughs> yeah. no I, I understand that for sure yeah wrapping it up here who has been your inspiration oh boy well um 
I guess I guess we mentioned Mom a couple of times here, and yes, she she was my inspiration. Um, and like her, when I'm talking ten toasters, you know who I'm talking about, right? So she had the right idea, but she she kind of you know like you got to get rid of the stuff that you're collecting too. Don't just collect. But she was an inspiration yeah. because she did try and reuse everything that she had. She tried to keep everything, every one that she had, having a long life usefulness so you're okay so you're talking about mom? yes mom so i mean she she basically yeah. tried to use the living daylights out of everything and that's an inspiration to me the yeah. other person would be my our aunt and i have her treadle machine that i'm fixing up because she was a trained seamstress in hungary and i've saw photos of the outfits she made and she would take a piece of fabric and turn it into an evening gown and and with me there's something wow. in between you don't just take fabric yeah. and turn it into that evening gown so uh, and that would be in the 40s or some 30s 40s so that's an inspiration yeah. to me too so basically at my aunt for her her training and talent and my mom for her um you know how your your usefulness your repurposing your saving thriftiness yeah. trying to get the most out of everything so those would be the two two yeah. people for two two different yeah. reasons I yeah. Okay. That, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So Linda, where is it first, if there's anything you'd like to add and where can the listeners find you on social? Well, um, just to remind, uh, don't forget about the ALS products because I, I really want to have something for this year to um, sell to for ALS. And second yeah. of all, um, on the socials, if you look for Lanyos Handmade, like just Google it, L-A-N-Y-O-S Handmade. Um, I'm on YouTube. I'm just starting. And I'm on, I have a oh, shop. Nice. So you can look there too for patterns or products or custom orders. You can look on the blog <laughs> and you can look on IG, um, Instagram for nice dress. Thanks. I made it. It's the same for the blog and the Instagram. So those, those are the places, okay. you know, and I'd love to yeah. talk to every okay. single one of you. Well, now, before I forget, my, gosh, my writing success has been dependent upon finding manuscripts and stories on thumb drives. Mm -hmm. I have thumb drives, a collection of them, of about six of them, and I had them scattered around on a desk here, on a shelf there, and what Linda has made, I, I believe, Linda, you call it a, a key? Bob yeah, pouch. yeah, that's right. But what I use it for, and I unzip it, and it is the coolest little thing. And I have my six thumb drives all in one place, zipped up, protected in this key fob no, pouch. You so no more searching, no more searching. It's all there. Oh. And when you have a seventy-five thousand word manuscript on a thumb drive, you don't want to lose <laughs> that thumb drive, right? So it's safe it's in this beautiful cork it is absolutely beautiful the pattern on this on this cork key fob pouch linda kindly has donated a royal blue colored key fob pouch so you can put keys in it if you want and hang it off a side of your purse you can put thumb drives in it if you want um what how to win one of these key fob pouches is i need our listeners just click subscribe and put in key fob in the subject line and just click again. And what I'll do is I will take people from 
the hearing of this podcast onwards, I will I will take those um, subscribers, put their names in a hat, and pick one out. And um, someone will be the lucky winner of one of these key fob pouches. Yeah, I just, I love this. I love this. I love yeah, this. Yeah, well, and, and I love being organized. So, you know, <laughs> I'm always looking for stuff yeah. to organize. <laughs> so thank okay. you, Linda, for coming on my podcast. Thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, and keep on creating. And uh, I'm excited to see what you're going to do, um, the next product you're going to make for uh als fundraising i know i like the little mask you put over your eyes oh the sleep mask that's a good idea yeah yeah thanks for the idea anyway and thanks for having me and and hi hi to everybody okay (laughs) you betcha okay Bye -bye. bye bye